Listener Production. Welcome to Fail with Greta Lee Jackson, where I speak to well-known and successful people about moments where they failed and it eventually turned into something that helped them on the road to success. When I think about failure, I often associate it with alcohol. It's the first thing I turn to for self-medication and comfort when I'm feeling lousy about something that went wrong. And when I say a fair bit, I mean two or three drinks a weeknight and eight drinks on average on a Saturday night. And I'm not saying drinking is bad or shameful by any means. And of course, different people handle it in different ways. But when I'm drunk, I get mouthy. And even worse, I get smug. I think I'm the most entertaining person in the room and that I'm an expert on pretty much everything. And I think everyone else thinks that too. Once at a party, a friend was setting up the music system and the classic Phil Collins hit In The Air Tonight began to play on the now-fixed speakers. So I leaned over to my friend, you know, the guy who actually had useful knowledge that benefits others, and I shouted, Hey, Steve, you know this song's about a guy who drowned? And he replied, Burning! And I remember thinking, geez, he's pretty passionate, but he's wrong. So I said, Nah, drowning! And it was at that point that Steve whacked me on the side of the head. I was shocked. It was only a stupid Phil Collins song, nothing to fight about. But as it turned out, In the Air Tonight was an appropriate soundtrack for what unfolded next, because then I smelled the unmistakable smell of burning hair, and I realised that while generously bestowing my music trivia upon Steve as he was fixing the speakers, I had leant directly over a decorative candle and set my hair on fire, and Steve had generously put it out when I didn't notice. And, by the way, that song is actually about divorce. Some people have been told since they were young not to follow their dreams. Or if you're going to take a risk with your career, it's best to have a backup plan. But what if you refuse and make it your life's mission to go hard with no plan B and failure is not an option? That's what happened to Dave Eastgate. Dave is a very experienced comic and actor. And I personally think he is the best comic actor around and have done for ages. This is a quote about Dave from my Instagram in 2015. A host slash frontman whose energy and charisma you wish you could just bottle up and sell as an impulse fragrance. An impulse is apt. The guy lives by them. Dave has built both a career and a reputation on hedonism and cutting loose. He is upsettingly talented as an actor, a comic, a frontman to a band, as well as an all-round performer. And up until recently, he's been as self-destructive as he is successful. Has it compromised his way to the top? I want to get to the bottom of it, the rock bottom. And there's no one more candid than Dave to do that with. Let's go. Let's go. We're at the Nags let's Head. Do it. Let's do we're it. We're at the Nags Head pub. I'm oh, can too, we even say where it is? What's your, we're, at, we're at Dave's local pub. No, we're at the Nags Head pub. It's my local pub. Come down. Oh, yeah. You're not shy about promoting. I won't be here. I'm giving up the piss. Okay. <laughs> and you'll find out why. Right. On this podcast. Uh, the po- okay, we'll find out why you're giving it up. All right. Well, that's good, though. Not yet, though. Not tonight. Tonight's not the night. No, definitely not. Not ready. You've um, got to be ready. You do. You do. Do you know? I, do you know what got me? This is it's supposed to be about you, but let me just tell no, me t- why. Tell me. I was like, I did fuck club. 
a fuck club performance and the mm-hmm. first one my baby brother who I really respect came and saw it with his mates and the mates are okay they love they love it but he saw me like pissed and slurring and he rang me afterwards he goes what the fuck are you doing he goes what are you doing you are an accomplished woman you're you're not like hideous the the, the nicest thing a brother can say about your appearance <laughs> right he goes I don't understand why you need to parade around your fucking underwear covered in like fucking tomato sauce and shit like why did you I need s- to be a spectacle is that the performance uh, was that yeah, chippo yeah and he goes, I saw that yeah I didn't think you were slurring though oh when maybe I talked to him I was slurring but that big talking to I kind of went oh shit something needs to change yeah, and that since was... that I haven't had a bender oh wow well that makes a lot of sense it was weird <laughs> It was fucking it's weird. It's fuck love, though. Oh, no, no, exactly. And I was saying to him, you don't understand, it's my artistic outlet. No, he fucking got it. He saw what it was. He yeah, goes, yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah, why yeah. you're doing this to yourself. You don't need to. And it was humiliating, really painful. But, mm. of course, I knew he was doing it out of love and I made yeah. huge changes and I've not had a bender since. I drink, mm. but I know, mm. I know when to stop. Mm. So that's, that's yeah, my story. That's... You're going to know when it happens to you. Didn't you get arrested on a plane? Yeah. That's not that was wasn't the most recent though, but it was definitely it's memorable. It's well, in Japan when we smoked pot, it was it was so expensive. We bought off the Brazilians, it was so expensive that you would have to ration it out. And was it in cute little cube shapes, like a watermelon cube? Yeah, functional. How do you know? Because everything in Japan is engineered to be like. No, it was very well. It was just it was packed. It was vacuum packed tight. Mm, you need to save space. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but what you would do on the you come home for a week at a time or fucking whatever else. You've gotten away with a lot of shit, Dave. And, uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just spent conviction, right? No, no. There's no <laughs> conviction to be spent. Anyway, no, I'm not. I haven't been convicted. Actually, to be fair. Anyway, so. One of us in this room is a convicted. Oh man, some of this shit. I'm just worried. I'm worried about why this, why I'm putting out this, this out in the public. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is, you smoke pot every day. I smoke pot every day in Japan, and so I'd come home for holidays, and this is in England as well. On a long haul flight, this is how it works. On a long haul flight, nobody's looking for pot on the way out. They're certainly not looking for a thumb-sized amount of pot mm. in your in your pocket on the way out. So you get on the plane with your apple and the way it works is you sit down, you take off, they bring out your food, everyone eats their food, then they clear the food, everyone gets up and goes to the toilet after the food's been cleared and there's queues to the toilet after the food's been cleared. Everyone does their shit, comes back, sits down, settles in, pulls the blanket up and watches the movie and goes to sleep. At that point where everyone's asleep and the, and the hosties all go back in the back and they have a break, that's when you go to the toilet with your little apple bong and your little bit of pot and you sprinkle it in. So in Japan, this is what we learned, was that because it was so expensive, you'd have to ration it out. So we learned to smoke pot a tiny little bit at a time. And you'd smoke a little bit, you'd put a tiny, tiny little bit. A thumb worth of bud could last me a week in Japan because you'd smoke it and you'd 
suck it in, you hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, you can hold your breath for a while, and then because it was a tiny amount, by the time you blow it out, nothing comes out, and there's no smoke, and there's just a fight of fucking pot on your breath, right? <laughs> right. Now, somebody told me recently that that's futile because apparently THC hits your lungs quicker than everything else and you don't need to hold pot in. And people that hold pot in to try and get a better high are kidding themselves. Right. And it's more of a it's more of the head rush of holding it in. Right. So maybe it's a placebo effect, but whatever it was, it fucking worked for me. And so I would smoke a tiny little bit. So you get on the plane, you smoke this tiny little bit, and when you blow it out, no no smoke comes out. But just to make sure, you'd blow it into the toilet and press fucking on the toilet and it sucks it. Yep. Aeroplane toilet sucked the air. And then you with your aerosol, you're fucking out. Well, one day, well, a few years ago now, five years ago at least, um, I was in Melbourne and I was shooting some stuff and I was back and forth between Melbourne and Brisbane and I was doing a lot of gigs. I was exhausted and out of my head. I was going through some personal shit and I was really drunk at the airport and I'd waited all day at the airport kind of thing. Right. And I'd walked Drinking on, at the airport, drinking yeah. Drinking at the airport. Really tired. Really, really. Can you say what the personal shit is or no? Oh, I was just shit. But, but a me, low point. Me, me and my girlfriend at the time were, were real low point, having bad shit. I... Just before I was about to walk on the plane, I was like, fuck, man, I could really do with the smoke. And I had some stuff on me. And domestically, they don't check anything. It's a bus route, right? Right. So I was kind of like, oh, fuck. And I'd run the – I'd done it once on a domestic flight, but again I'd waited for that perfect moment after the meal and after everybody's had a piss and just, you know, before I did it. This time I was so drunk – I'm always the last person onto a plane. When the plane gets boarded, I fucking look at people queuing up to get yeah, on the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why go, do they Why do that? Would you? Why? Just sit Why there. Why would you? Well, somebody's got to. So fucking you do it. I'll be sitting here. Yeah. And I wait till they call my name. And I <laughs> – to the point where it's good publicity. To the point where I was actually considering changing my name to Comedian Dave Eastgate. <laughs> comedian Dave Escott, Comedian Dave Escott, Comedian Dave Escott. They wouldn't pronounce it As right. Goes, they wouldn't, they they wouldn't pronounce it right. They meant Comedian. Comedian. Comedian <laughs> Dave Escott. Goes all over the airport, right? So, it's, you know, so I don't mind a bit of publicity. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got to get it while you can. Maybe hashtag Dave Escott or whatever. Whatever oh, it is. Gosh. Anyway. Um, it's easier ways, Dave. We'll talk. So, we'll talk. so they call we'll talk. my name, and I'm ready to go on. And I walk on. Last person on the thing. It's when I had hair, and I had quite, I had long hair, and I'm wearing a Metallica. I'm wearing a leather jacket with a Metallica patch on the back, and all this sort of shit. I walk on, and I'm like, "Oh, can I please use the bathroom?" They're like, "Yeah, use the bathroom next to the cockpit." And I'm determined, so I pull out my apple. And I fucking walk into this bathroom, click, click, click. Little bit of pot, but a bit too much because I'm pissed. And I didn't quant, I didn't. Don't you know the poem? What? Beer before grass, you're on I your know, own. I know, I <laughs> know. 
I was on my ass. Let's just be honest. I was on my ass. But right next to the fucking cockpit, what was I thinking? What was I fucking thinking? Right, right. Click, click, click. (laughs) On the door. Fuck. So I panicked. So instead of holding it in and blowing nothing out, I've fucking blown a cloud of fucking weed out. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And then flushing the toilet to... Fucking for no reason at all. Because you haven't taken off, it's not going to work. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot from the... It was a dumb fucking dick move from the start. Not a dick move, just an idiot move. It's a stupid move. Dick implies I've put some thought into it. Dick move <laughs> implies yeah. you put some thought into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's going to pay off, but... Yeah, that, but it's gonna, that I'm going to win out of this. It's not a dick move. It's not a dick move. It's a fucking <laughs> move, right? Anyway, I fucking... Come out, Dutch this, oven of pot smoke. Dutch oven of pot smoke. This guy's gone into the into the toilet. I'm sitting now in my seat and I'm watching this this steward, uh, male steward, smelling. He's smelling the toilet and he's wafting his hand, <laughs> hand. into his With face. He's wafting. He's <laughs> wafting the toilet. <laughs> No. I swear to God. And I'm like, like it's a steak know, or something? Yeah, I know. This guy's fucking on to me, right? And he walks up to me and he sits down. He crouches in front of me and he levels with me. And I don't know whether, like, he put on, you know, the straight voice or whatever, like, but he was like, mate, mate, mate. Hey, bro, bro, bro. I had a fucking mate for being there, you know. Fucking what he do? I like to dabble. You know what I mean? And he's doing all this fucking hawk oh, shit. You're going, knock. I'm going, yeah, I'm going, nah, man. No, no, no. Didn't, didn't speak anything. What, what are you talking about? He's going, yeah, mate, mate. Come on, come on, come on, mate. Just tell me, mate. What, what were you smoking in there? I wasn't smoking shit, mate. I wasn't smoking shit. Mate, come on. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we need to get out of here. And it's really important that we get out of here. It's a really important safety thing. And I don't want to alarm any of the passengers. And we just want to take off, mate. We just want to take off. But you just got to, but you got to be honest with me, mate. What's going on in there? Because could be a fucking terrorism hazard thing. You don't want to get charged with terrorism. And, mate, you just got to be honest with me. What the fuck is going on? Because come on. Come on. Mate, I can spell it. Tell me. What was it? Was it meth? Is <laughs> it meth? No, no, no. And and now I'm. We're like, laughing because we've both done meth before <laughs> and know exactly how that I smells. Used, I used to take meth to get off heroin back in the day, and then heroin to get off meth. I've given it all up, man. So good. I've given up meth, heroin, cigarettes, and pot. Alcohol is my last vice, and I'm doing pretty same, well. Same, I'm doing good. Pretty well. Fucking, this I'm is doing this pretty well. It's it's the ones that don't give up that you've got to worry about. We're on our yeah, way. We're yeah, on our way. you got to admit, man. you got to admit. Anyway. I think, it's doing, I think it's doing fuck it. That's, <laughs> but, that's, but that's people the listen theme. to this podcast. People listen to this podcast and go, uh, why didn't you fucking realise to give up the fucking alcohol a lot earlier? <laughs> you would have saved yourself a bit of trouble. Anyway, look, the point is because we've got there's It gets listeners, hang in there. It gets worse. Than this, <laughs> it gets worse than this. Um, anyway, this guy goes, mate, 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 mate. Just tell me, just tell me. I said, oh, mate, I spoke to, I smoked the end of a cigarette. I just needed a cigarette. Been sitting in the terminal all day. I smoked a cigarette. 
He goes, right, where's the butt? So I swallowed it. Come on, mate, he says. Come on, mate. I oh, know you didn't swallow it. Is it in the is it in the rubbish? Because if it's in the rubbish, it's a fire hazard. And we've got to fucking strip the. Pl- Everybody's got to get off the plane. We're gonna have to do a thorough search of the thing. Come on, mate. Everyone wants to go home. It's late. It's the last flight of the day. Everyone wants to get home, mate. Come on. If you're not honest with me, I'm gonna have to unload the whole plane, and we're gonna find out in the end, and then you're gonna get in real trouble. So I said, mate, I smoked an apple bong. Here's the apple. All I should have done was sat there, ate the apple. That's what the fucking apple is perfect for is you eat the evidence. You go, hum. No, what are you no. talking about, mate? What are you talking about? Hum, hum. Empty the plane. Hum, hum. You won't find shit. Hum, hum, hum. Right? Right? Right. That's why I used to smoke it on the way to Japan because by the time I got to Japan, there's no more pot left. <laughs> time I got to England, no more pot left. Yeah. They won't get you on the other side. But this was the mistake. You did it before you got it. I did it before I got on the fucking flight. Well, before the flight. Next to the cockpit. (laughs) Next to the cockpit. (laughs) What are you doing in there? Oh, God. It's fucked, man. So anyway, so I fucking said this shit. So you admitted it. You said we said I admitted it. And he said, all right, mate, just come, come with me. Come and sit up the front. So they call federal police and I'm sitting up the front. I... Weirdly enough, I've still got my phone. So I call my lawyer because I've got a lawyer. Yeah, I was, I was, I was impressed. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I yeah. was impressed with that comment. <laughs> I, had, I had like a, a moment of, oh. <laughs> <coughs> so I call my lawyer and I'm like, dude, this is what's just happened. What do I do? He said, don't say shit. All right? Okay. Federal police walk onto this flight. Arrest me on the flight. I get escorted off the flight by by federal police. They take me to the interview room. Long story short, I'm sitting in the interview room. As the interviewer is this uh, uh, lady who's a bit, bit older, maybe in her fifties, experienced uh, federal police person. She's, she's conducting the interview. She says, in the interview, she says she actually leans across the table and she says. Hey, are you okay? Did you cry? I cried. I know, because you're in a low point. I cried. Who else would have asked you were you okay at that time? She actually grabbed my hand and said, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, no, I've fucking gone through some shit. I'm a bit fucked. This is fucked. She says, it's okay, it's okay. You know, look, I can tell that you're not at a good point. You're clearly, you know, a successful person. I, you know, you, you're doing well, and but, but you've obviously got some issues, and you know, you need to get some help. I said, thank you. I said, the my license is a Queensland license, and the address on my license is my parents' address. But I don't live with my parents. I live on the road, and I am, you know, I'm, I'm living. I'm living at a temporary address in Sydney. Can you please send it to my manager? Um, who is your manager? Yeah. I said. I said, please send it to my manager, Daddy. Daddy, that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> Just fix it, Daddy. Just Daddy. <laughs> I said, please send it to Daddy. Don't send it to Mummy. Real Dad. To real. Well, Mummy. Mummy's. I don't give a fuck about that. Mm, but you and don't want yet, your mum to see it. But Mum never drank a drop in her life. 
As I said, remember I was saying she was uh, she went to uni while we were at school. When she graduated, uh, I was an adult by the time she graduated. Well, that's debatable, but it, legally, <laughs> legally, I was an you're adult. an adult. I was an adult, and I yelled out from the balcony as her name got called. I yelled out. And you know what those ceremonies like? Next person, next person, next person, next person. Yeah, I've done it twice, they, mate. And they said her name. All right, well, all right, mate. All right, <laughs> we've all been to school. I think I have a Peroni. <laughs> to celebrate. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, what when did mom, you... When mum walked on stage, I stood up and yelled at the top of my lungs, good on you, mum. She got the biggest ovation of the day. Yeah. Massive. Crowd, crowd went wild. Good on your mum. Because I could tell it was an adult saying good on your mum. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she's yeah, clearly yeah. mature age student, obviously, but she had mature age kids yep. and yelling out good on your mum. Like, you know, people. Anyway, mum that afternoon drank half a flute of champagne and was off her head. <laughs> just off chops, man. I've never seen a lot of that. And that's that's it. That's the only thing I've seen. The problem with you, David, is you <laughs> yell shit out. <laughs> you just fucking you just let me have my fucking <laughs> moment, David. <laughs> so, so I've said, can you please, I begged this woman with tears in my eyes. This woman had said, are you okay? And I said to her, look, please don't let my mum see this. It'll kill her. I said, please, please, please don't let my mum see this. Here's my manager. This is where I made it sent. Please, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Three months later, I'm in England. And uh, I get this call from mum saying, David, a letter arrived from the Civil Aviation Authority. Because they couldn't charge me with any because I'd, yeah, eaten the, you'd eaten the weed. I'd eaten the weed and they had, they you know, so they had me for lighting lighting a fire in, in, a, in a toilet cubicle. So it was $550 fine. But David, David, and she's the only person that calls me David, David, I've got, I've got a, a letter came from the Civil Aviation Authority and I just don't know what. Oh, well, it says you were smoking in the toilet. What, 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 were, you, what were you doing? I said, oh, Mum, no, it was just really, it was a hard day and I was just, I was just smart. I just had a, had a cigarette. Anyway, fuck, man. So that's not even the worst story of <laughs> arrest that I've got. But how did you get out of that? Did you, did, you, did you appease her? And No, no, no. What do you do? I just said, Mum. She, I, she just goes, all right, David. No, she just, she just. She doesn't know what to do. What right. do you do? What's she going to do? What's she going to do? You, you're a naughty boy. I'm fucking 30 years old. Like yeah. at, that, at that stage, you know, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I mean, I'm 30 What's she going to do? She just wants to know. I'm 30 and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she just wants uh, to know. She just wants to know what yeah, was well, going what on. What did you do? What are you doing? Mm. What are you doing? And what do you do? What do you say to mum? Oh, I smoked an apple bong in the fucking plane before the plane took off. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's, an, what's a bong? For real. Like that's – anyway, if my future – if my future kids are listening to this and people are listening to this in the future and, you know, this is a, 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 a historical record of my time on, on the planet, 
is that I regret it and and I'm a little like, well, do I regret it? I don't know, man. I don't know. Reg- what does regret mean? Like, I Would kinda, you change it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to change it. I'd love to not have that conversation with my mum. Right. But it's also shaped me as a person. But it's real, you know. That's oh, that's yeah. what happened. And I fucked up. I really fucked up. And, and you know, it can be a funny story. And it's really... It's really fucking hilarious. And I, I've gotten a lot of laughs out of telling this story and relaying this story. But the truth is it was me and it happened to me and it's real and it happened to my mum mm. and my poor mother. And it gets it gets worse. We haven't even gotten into the fucking this stupid thing. That we don't happened. have to if you don't want to. Well, I'm... Fuck man, that's what well, that's what I'm here for. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm here to lay it down. I'm just I just want I just want people to know that I'm not a fucking idiot. No. Even though I've acted like a fucking idiot, I get it. And you know, maybe it's a cautionary tale or maybe it's a fucking tale about <laughs> it's an instructional guide of how to smoke pot successfully on it's a plane. It's both of those things. It's all of those things. But it's also like anyway, so this but it's also it's also the fact that but that's what this podcast is all about, right? You feel bad about it. You feel bad about it. You're I like, don't feel. Yeah, I, I sometimes only for it's, the fact sometimes that, it's fun. Like I tell the story and people go, "Oh, fucking, that's hilarious!" And you kind of and you kind of feel like a, at times, you know, it makes because no one like, ever has ever done that shit. Yeah, nobody. No one can yeah. say that story. Yeah, and and so you feel kind of tough and cool, and you're like, "Yeah, fucking man, I'm fucking." How many times have you been arrested? Oh, I wouldn't get arrested because exactly. I'm scared. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And you don't even, fuck around, and even me, But just even me saying that makes me sound like a fucking wanker, like a massive wanker. Oh, you're fucking scared to fucking smoke bongs on a fucking toilet cubicle on a plane. <laughs> you fucking... Anyway, so, but it's... <laughs> I was trying to think of a tough person. I was no, like, but people, but people, but I don't know. Like, obviously, I mean, I, you know, you didn't know that story, but you, the story that we kind of agreed to sit down and talk about. Well, go on. Okay, so it all comes back to your mum. So we, you know, I completely yeah, fucking under, so I completely understand. I got arrested that. for taking my pants off in service paradise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious if it's not you and you don't have to tell your mum. I know. You know what I, I mean? And you don't have to That's tell your That's what's hilarious. Yeah. Like, you can't make this shit up. No. You cannot make it up. Dave Eastgate is the, the best comedy, only because I know comedy. I know you can do drama too, but only because I know comedy. Dave Eastgate is the best comedy actor in the country. I have said that for years. And I... I've seen it firsthand. I've seen you not learn a word of scripts and turn up on the day and slay everyone. And I'm spoilt for choice with reaction shots because you're in there fucking listening. Do you know how many trained actors like just come alive for their line? And then you like, and then I'm like, no, no, I need a reaction shot from Dave. Oh, there it is. Boom, done. Because you're in there fucking desperately listening to what's going on. 
Because you haven't learned a word of dialogue, but you know you can pull it off and you consistently do. And I've said that for years, for years. And why, why, you, why is that upsetting you? It's positive, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, well, because yeah, you, it's both, yeah. you know what you can achieve, right, Dave? You know yeah, what you can right, achieve. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Oh, no, I'm really tired. I'm really, I'm I didn't mean to upset no, you. I'm a bit no, I'm upset. Like, I'm just overwhelmed. Like, I think you just don't want to let anyone down, Dave. Deep down, I'm like, oh, I fucking belong here. I can you do smash. belong I here. I can dance. I can dance. I can sing. I can... Act, I can fucking play because you know what? Since I was a kid, since I was a kid, I was told that I needed a backup. I was told that I needed a fucking, you know, that this was wasn't the path. You know, come from the army background, and I was like, I need a backup. I need to be a primary school teacher. I need to be something else. I need, I, I need to have a backup. I need to have a backup, and my whole backup was. I'm never having a backup. I'm gonna fucking nail everything. Performance, if it's dance, if it's guitar, if it's fucking anything, if it's music, if it's acting, if it's performance, if it's if it's uh, I can't draw to save my fucking life, but but everything I do, I give a fuck. I get pissed at night when I'm by myself and I cry and I fucking I hate myself. But when it comes to game time, yeah, when right. it comes to fucking Always. game on, Always. I fucking play, man. Yeah. I play and I fucking play hard and I don't give, like, I don't know. <laughs> I've got a chip on my shoulder from fucking everyone told me I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I didn't get into acting school. I didn't get into music school. I can't play guitar as well as everyone. I'm a jack of all trades. But you know what? I'm a jack of all trades. And I am a fucking... And and I'm not the best at anything, but I fucking, you know. Just I going just... back to this backup plan thing, don't you realise that being told that your passion and your dream and your purpose from a young age, don't you realise that being told that that is not good enough for plan A your whole life? Yeah. Don't you think that that's led to you having to fucking prove it, a compulsion to prove that it yeah, is? Yeah, 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 it has. But there's no rest. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no there's no complacency. There's no room. For, I'm not complacent. I have, I've had complacency and I've had some shocking gigs and I've also had some gigs where I'm like, oh, this is going to make me famous or this is going to fucking... And then I realise... I didn't and not only that I've been slammed on Twitter people have fucking called me out and hurt my feelings and you go oh yeah oh no fuck it oh no that's right that's right it never ends this I'm in the game I'm in the game and the game doesn't end and I'm not complacent I'll never be complacent are you sure that there's no end game like surely there's some end game surely there's a, no. a place you can get to that, that oh no! I think there's a there's a there's a um, although you know last night I had a big fucking crisis in my own head where I was like 
as we said off air, like where, you know, I've lost a lot of my friends from the drug years and, you know, a lot of those friendships have broken down and, you know, it hurts. You go, oh, fuck, what am I doing this for? I've got no connection to anybody. Mm-hmm. Connection is what is about, like, that's what drugs and alcohol are about. Russell Brand's cotton on in the last couple of, like, Russell Brand's just released this book about connection that he's written off the back of a fucking TEDx talk, <laughs> which I've seen the TED talk. It's the same. Yeah, it's exactly the same. It's about connection, man. It's about fucking, all right, mate. <laughs> but at least he's the messenger. But he's right. It's true. It's about connection. That's what it's about. And even when you're on stage in front of however many people, destroying, destroying the... Oh, that's, oh, that's, addic- that's addictive. That's what I'm addicted to. But is, oh, it, yeah. is it connection? But it, yeah, that's, the con- that's a massive connection. Is it a point now where that's all you have? That's all i got. Because I go home by myself, sit by myself and fucking what else? I'm connecting to beer. I'm connecting to alcohol. And I've, I've had some, you know, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting past that. I'm working through that. Going to therapy. I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drink less. I'm genuinely trying to drink less. And I've, uh, I go through periods of sobriety. And I feel great. I feel fucking amazing. But then it's so easy to fall back in. Yeah. Because you, you, you get one little thing that upsets yeah, yeah, yeah. you and you go and you for go, the self-medication. Well, no one cares. What the fuck? So here's, here's a funny thing. Like the, the girl that's um, playing Muriel in Muriel's wedding. Her mum's Gina Riley. Mum, mum? Her mother oh. is Gina Riley. Kath, uh, Kim from Kath and Kim. Right. Anyway, we were talking today. Yeah, I said. Anyway, I did my first sketch with Gina Riley, and I'm pinching myself, going, "Oh my god!" I did a sketch with your mum, and she's a childhood hero. Before Kath and Kim, she's a childhood hero. Mm. Fast forward, like mm. '91, mm. when I'm first getting into theatre sports. When I'm first, I'm 12 years old. I'm getting into this, but I'm getting. That's when I decide. That's what I want to do. Because sketch comedy was singing and dancing and acting and drama and reality and it's just everything. Voices and characters and everything. Sketch, that's why I love sketch because it's just every fucking thing. And I'm playing a naval officer. She's playing Liz Hayes from 60 Minutes and I'm playing a naval officer and the sketch idea basically was that um, foreigners are taking our jobs, as in foreign celebrities are taking out judging jobs on reality shows. <laughs> anyway, so I play a border security officer and I'm wearing this naval uniform. Anyway, the night that it comes on, my father, who's a major in the army and who was a UN peacekeeper and all this sort of stuff, He's walked out into the kitchen. Mum's watching me on telly and Dad walks out and sees me on telly, looks up. Mum's watching, Dad's not. Dad just walks out. I've made that clear. Dad looks up, sees me on telly and goes, he says two things. Second thing he says is, oh, is that David? (laughs) 
Right? That's the second thing he said. Oh, is that David? <laughs> the first thing he says is, they're not the right badges on that uniform. <laughs> oh, is that David? Right? That's what I'm fucking dealing with. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't mean they're that. not the right badges on that uniform. That's the first thing you oh, notice. is that David? Yeah, that's the first thing he noticed What's was the, the badges. badges. He sees someone in uniform on telly and he doesn't see his son. He sees badges. Oh, I'm going to cry. <coughs> Weirdly, I'm not. I cried a, a way less. Way a less shit than that. that. A lifetime of that. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my no life. No wonder you're fucking trying to approve, prove shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm proving everything, man. But Dave, Dave, have you ever thought how great you could be if you weren't? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hungover. I have. I have. If you're this good, this is what this you, is, you can I, coast through. This is what you can I coast through on a this five. Is, yeah, this is when I this is what I learned when I was when I was sober. I was like, oh shit, I can tour. I can do shows every night and come home and not drink and go to bed and go and sleep like a fucking angel. Yep. This is I what sleep I, better. I work better, I wake up better, I'm better. We'll cut- I'm a better human, I'm a better performer, I'm a better everything. We'll when cut I'm the sober. shit. Cut the shit, you don't need to do it. I cut know. it out. I know. Dave really opened up to me on this episode. Like everything he does, he went in 100% and it just resonated with me so much. We all go through these lows, we just so rarely admit it. Dave always pushes the limits and always pulls through. So thanks for sharing your lows, Dave. I've been there too, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are glad you did. If you'd like to share your fails with me, you can contact me on my Facebook page or Twitter. Fail! Listener.